Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Keith Bailey on, and I see two others on. Hey, Dr. Bailey, how you doing, sir? Hey there. What's that? All is well. All is well. Hello. Hello. Good. Hello, everyone. Hello. How y'all doing? Good. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. That's Monty, I think, right? Yep. Yep, that's me. Okay. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Hey. Did everyone get the um previous minute? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I did also. Okay, great. Danny told me she's gonna be late getting on the phone call. Yeah, I just um Jacoby? That's me, sir. Oh! <laughs> oh, it's just waiting. Yes. Just listening. And, and, and silence. 
I make a motion we start the meeting. participate on the call. Sorry to join late and I'll put it on mute.
also to the previous minute meeting, um, Sandy, you had one or two discrepancies that we'll clear up for the November 15th meeting minutes, and then we'll send those out to be approved uh, for everybody at a later date. Um, we have a discrepancy that we need to clean up with those, so that's why those are not in what we just approved. There are no visitors. Hello? Sorry. Yeah, I kind of don't hear anybody. Oh, can you hear me now? Oh, yes, we can hear you now. Okay. So at this time, we will move into the executive director's report, and I will turn the floor over to Mr. Keith Bailey. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, we seem like we just met, so not too many updates other than our normal stuff. Um, I did attend the charter school conference, which is every year, and made some great contacts, which I'll hope to uh, continue to build those relationships to bring some great information back to the board relative to uh, financing uh, for future plans. Uh, USDA has worked with uh, other, other charter schools with um, very low rates, and so the accountant and I will be meeting with um, USDA to just to get some information to bring back to the board to maybe do some formal um, discussions. So thought I would bring that to your attention. Um, some other things that we're doing, I mentioned at a prior uh, meeting that the social emotional learning or community character building block is really um, moving forward. Uh, Amy, who you all know, is doing a great job. We're uh, seeing and hearing some great successes uh, there. I've invited her to the board meeting uh, to do a presentation at some point, but uh, uh, hopefully you'll get to hear directly from her some of the great things she's doing and maybe even experience some of the uh, restorative practices that she is teaching our staff and students uh, in council circles. Uh, Vincent Perrine. Hello there. Hello. Hello there. We're just in the, yep. executive, um, the executive director's report, and I was sharing some highlights. Uh, there's a nurses clinic activity report in this uh, month's reporting. You'll also see an attachment for the annual report that I have to do every year, or we as a school have to do every year, uh, to our school district by the 29th, and then it's turn in as a district to the State Department of Education on the 31st, I thought you just might want to see some of the things that we uh, have to pull together uh, as it relates to data uh, to our district uh, to give a story as to what is happening here. Um, <clears throat> there is the, um, uh, of course, there's the financial records are in there that we put in there every uh, month, along with our bank statement, um, and so you have that at your disposal to see all transactions and to see uh, the uh, activity there, nothing that seems to be out of the ordinary. Uh, we did complete our um, annual audit on time, and uh, that was submitted, 
So you'll be receiving that, um, I guess, final um, report at some in, in the very near future. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I also added, because I don't think that I shared this with you, the state data uh, from last year. It's very small on your attachment, but you can go to the South Carolina charter.org website, which is our district's website, and see this um, on the website in, in a bit more detail. And this, as you know, every year we take a state test. Um, they've changed over the last few years. The one year it was uh, South Carolina Ready, then they went to Act Expire. Now they've gone back to South Carolina Ready. So a lot of schools are not really um, taking a lot of, um, let's see, uh, they're, they're not being too alarmed by the test scores because there's just been a lot of changes. However, um, I don't know if that is true with the actual districts and the State Department of Education, but that's just the uh, temperament I seem to get from other charter school leaders when I'm uh, conversing with them. So each year they, we take the a state test as well as a South Carolina PASS test, which has not changed for some years. And so that data is available to us. Uh, and if you look on the chart, if you can kind of see it kind of, as I said, it's very small. You have one side that um, says South Carolina Ready ELA, English Language and Art. Uh, so that side got cut off on the left, but we are the third school on the uh, sheet there. It's not listed by um, proficiency. It's listed by, I don't know, it's not even alphabetized, so I don't know how they rate uh, or list them. But we're the third one, third one from the top. As you can see, 27% of our population met or exceeded the um, state requirements for English language and art. Uh, we're not with. Definitely not the highest where we want to be. We want to be 70%. Shoot for the blue. That's right. Um, real note that started schools that are schools that are the highest. They're in larger uh, areas, more diverse areas. Just take that thinking. Look at the math this year, and um, with 16% of our student population met or um, for math. Again, we're not the lowest, but we're definitely not the highest. So we have some interventions in place. Um, of course, you heard shoot for the blue campaign. We've been in interventions all year to really. Uh, move students from being two or three grade levels behind, which is just the nature of where we are. That's just why the charter exists. However, uh, I didn't highlight on here, but it is on the website. When you do compare, when you compare our school to our local school district, which would be more apples to apples, uh, we did outperform the local school district again. Yay! Um, where they were. 13% uh, met or exceeded in math, we were 16%. So 
hats off to our students. Uh, in ELA, where they were 14% uh, met or exceeded, we were 27%. Um, again, hats off to the team here. Again, it's not where we want to be, but it is comforting to see that we are doing what we said we would do, which is do it a little better than, not a little better, but do it better than what is currently being offered in the, um, in the area. So I thought I would share that with you. Um, I don't want to get too much in detail with anything because I know we have a a, a list of other items to address, but are there any questions for me? Also, on the other sheet attachment, I did a second attachment, that, which is really the same page as the third or uh, fourth page in your document. I just reprinted it because I left out dates to remember, and we're in a book fair this week, Scholastic, so students are excited about that. We're in our winter benchmark. Uh, assessment this year, uh, this season, or this week. So we're pulling data to be able to better serve our students. Uh, we'll have math night on, on Monday. Uh, we're going to do something different this time, which is really exciting. We will have our first uh, first math bowl. So if you're open, available, I think you should come out and see that. We'll have door prizes, pizza. Uh, really exciting, trying to really get parents involved to help us in this um, very large uh, uh, a task, which is to get students where they need to be. Then we'll be in winter break. Uh, that'll be at 6 o'clock. We'll be in, in uh, that's math night, that is. We'll be at 6 o'clock on Monday. December the 19th to the 30th, we'll have two weeks for winter break, and then back to school on the 2nd. That's all I have. Uh, well, Mr. Bailey, we commend you all and your staff for the good job that you all have do, are doing to this point. Thank you, Mr. Vereen. I think that's Mr. Vereen, right? This is correct. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for noticing. I'll do it tonight. My apologies. I've been transitioning, closing my law firm, working now with the solicitor's office, Fourth Circuit. So, but I'll get it done tonight. No, no problem. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I have everyone else's, but if I don't, I will also check just to make sure and let you all know. As far as yeah, old, send me that link though. I'm I'm gonna need that link. Okay. All right.
when my phone yeah. dropped off. Sandy has just joined us uh, physically, so that's why you're hearing all those sounds at this point. So if there's no, if there isn't any new business, we will move to adjourn. Um, will there be a motion to adjourn? No, I think, don't we need to talk about the hiring? We're going to do that in day. Got it. Sorry about that. Nine. Right. Okay. Um, as far as the regular December 6th meeting, will there be a motion to adjourn? I make a motion that we adjourn the um, general meeting. Second. Second. Yes. Yeah. So, um, general session has been adjourned. We will now move into executive. Uh, yeah.
uh, her, you know, possibly doing math, because I think that's what we were looking at her for. Uh, and she said that she did have a, you know, comfort level uh, as far as, you know, having to rotate out and teach math, because we explained to her, you know, that is, you know, goes on quite a bit, you know, at the school. Uh, she said that, you know, she is the math, I guess is not her strength, but, you know, she has tutored in math for grade, uh, as well as some, you know, other tutoring and teaching. Um, but she said she, you know, felt, you know, fairly comfortable that she would be okay. And if not, that, you know, she could seek instruction or assistance from other teachers. So, so I mean, she came off as very sincere and having a passion to make a difference uh, teaching, you know, and especially individually singling out, you know, for children who may be lagging behind even within the class, you know, to take the time to assist them as well as the other students. And she even alluded, this is Trevor, she even alluded, uh, spoke about um, extra things, that some examples that she did do at a previous place of employment, like, like we talked about volunteer stuff. So we know with PD, there's a lot of opportunity for a lot of um, extracurricular activities. So that sounded good. And, and just to echo what Vincent said, you could tell her passion, even in her voice, um, she has a passion and a heart for it. And that's what we really need um, at the school. In my opinion, you know, because um, that's what the teachers are. Every, all the teachers that are there, especially from the beginning, they're special. Even the one that um, Miss, um, who's that leaving? I can't think of her name. Um, Miss Miss Yondo, she was there in the beginning, and you can tell that um, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. You know, that has the passion for the for the students, and um, I think that's a good fit. In my opinion, we actually asked her some questions kind of moved around a little bit, um, some circumstances, some conditions. Um, you know, the only thing is like like uh like a resume says she um lacked a little bit of experience. But of course, um like anyone else, given the opportunity, especially with um P D it's gonna be um it's gonna be great for her. Um be first coming out of the gates like that. That's all. Yes. This is Vincent again. One of the questions we posed to her uh, and given, you know, the atmosphere and the, the previous subject that we discussed, you know, in the other executive session as far as disciplinary issues, you know, she we asked her about that and she gave us an example of a you know, a child that she had that was <clears throat> you know, first period or whatever that was very unruly, uh, was disrupting the, the rest of the students, you know, that one person one person individually in the class that was kind of uh, you know, hindering the other students, you know, and she talked about how she, you know, took that child aside uh, out of the you know out of the class setting and asked her you know you know well really well, you know what's going on and got to the bottom of it and the, the child's and from that discussion or you know interaction with the child that over you know a period of weeks that the child's behavior as well as her performance in the classroom got better just by taking a little time you know with the child. Also, we asked about lesson planning. Um, she she did some of that in school about creating a lesson plan. And uh, we asked her, you know, in the event that she taught a lesson, um, if the student didn't, didn't understand, what would she do? And that, uh, what we were actually looking at is the remediation piece. And she actually, um, she was able, she went there, when well, she went there, um, where I was expecting her to go. So it, um, that was good. I didn't, I was waiting to hear certain certain words, key words, and she pretty much um, answered that question as far as being able to remediate the student or make sure that they get up to speed. Because as Mr. Bailey said in the last session, you know, some of the kids are two two grades behind, 
So we know it's going to be special. Especially, it takes special people to really um, to, to really do the things that they're, they're having to do. And we asked about, like Vincent said earlier, doing multiple things. Because, you know, at PD, man, you're doing one day you might be in second grade, and the next day you might be in first grade teaching something. And let them know that, you know, you have to be flexible. You have to be able to, to um, do what's needed because it's a school that is growing, um, forever learning. So um, she understands that, and she said she could cope with that. A lot of students, especially younger people, they just want to do this one thing, and they don't want to, this is what I've been hired to do, and this is all I want to do. And uh, We make sure that um, she understood and knew that there, you may be multi, multitasking. So, be, you know, be aware of that. We all, excuse. We also asked her, you know, about, you know, her knowledge, you know, of the school, and she, you know, told us that she had visited the school, uh, and you know, understood the, the level or you know the purpose of the school, and you know, the, the far as trying to break that they most of the children were coming from uh, the public uh, uh, school, you know, it's still public school, but you know, from the league, the actual Bishopville schools, you know, what we were trying to as far as catching them up, she understood all that. Her background, as far as where she did her student teaching, you know, was that same type of environment. And, and once again, she said, you know, her father, you know, did the same type, you know, work. So she fully understands, you know, what she would be coming into uh, and is ready to, you know, accept that challenge. So this is Sandy. Um, and I really ended up not having any additional questions. I listened to the questions that, um, Vincent and Trevor asked, and those were the same ones that I would have asked. Um, they listened for some different perspectives. I did ask, in addition, some because um, she mentioned something about the school, you know, being Title One and being um, moving toward project-based learning. And so I asked her her perspective and her experience level um, with project-based learning, and and she, um, you know, mentioned that she really hasn't had much experience with it, which makes sense since I mean, she hasn't even been teaching yet. This will be, I think, her first formal teaching job. Um, she's had her student teaching internship and she was a tutor and all of that, but this will be her first job as a certified teacher. Um, she, but I did feel like she, her answer um, indicated an openness to it and in um, a desire to to help in moving forward with some project-based learning, um, so so that felt positive. I think my biggest concern really is her her low experience, and I think that that's probably surmountable, and it might be what we need. Her um, it is countered by her passion for this first helping students who might be, who might struggle with motivation. Mm -hmm. um, right, Sandy, just to echo with that, Ms. Yondo and I, the previous teachers in the beginning, and <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny, but that was their first job also. And you see how they worked out. Ms. Uh, Yondo, Ms. Um, what's the number one teacher last year? Um, can't think of her name. Anyway, they were it was, they were first time teachers Ms. coming out. Miss Smith. Smith, there we go. Well, a lot of times, um, this is McCole. Well, standing, um, it's a it's a catch twenty two 
And with anything, there's always risk involved, even when you have a teacher with years of experience. Um, you know, it could turn out not to be a good fit. You can have a, a teacher with um, no experience, and it turned out not to be a good fit, just as the other end of the spectrum um, is true that it could be a great fit. Either way, when you're dealing with people, it's just a risk that you take, that you just want to try and find uh, the, the best fit. I know for me personally, just in my in industry, in some of the things that we're currently dealing with at my particular job, um, we are looking for those individuals without experience because they're easier to mold. They're easier to mold. And they're hungry. Yeah. And they're into the, uh, they're you know. And so that that opens up the dynamic. Are there certain challenges um, to the area due to um, the level of students? Yeah, th those challenges are there. Um, but the idea to have someone fresh and new that's eager, that's not already worn out, <laughs> ready to retire, um, could be. Um, uh, could could be a good thing. So um, I, I I like what I am hearing, um, and so it sounds like somebody was getting ready to say something. Well, I mean, two other comments that she made or questions that she had for us. She was asking, you know, what what clubs were presently <laughs> on campus, you know, or you know, extracurricular activities. Because uh, she seems to be very eager, you know, in bringing in or starting some other organizations, things to get the children involved. Um, so she seems to have an, an interest in that, or, or it has shown, you know, some initiative. It wants to know about that, so to see what she can offer. Uh, she also one of the things she wanted to know was about the software uh, that we currently use in the classrooms with the technology piece. Yeah, so her questions were really forward-looking, it seems, um, showed some initiative and one, and showed the desire to be well-prepared before she started um, so that if she would know what kind of technology we're using, she can do some self-study ahead of time to make sure that she's ready to use it in the classroom when she gets here. So I think um, what... I'm hearing, you know, and as, as we went through it, I think that we all felt very positively about her. Um, my only, you know, my main concern is that, you know, when we bring her in, we as a board, my understanding is we as a board are going to be the ones responsible for her performance and for providing performance feedback. Mm -hmm. And so we need to make sure that we figured out a way to structure that and what that looks like. Um, there is, um, I, there is in the um, reference book where it, where it shows the current structure. I don't have mine with me, but that we should be able to work that out um, because there's some other positions that they don't necessarily report directly to the executive director. They're up under the board. I don't think that one. There's another one. Um, okay. 
in the in our manual, like what I call it, like proper name for it, to where we can structure um, how that needs to ha to be handled. And I think that we would granted certain things we can go over as a board, but maybe have a just as we had a committee that did the interview, maybe um, have one or two to be spearheads. Um, for that, so if she needs contact or you know she has questions, things like that, um, the first point of contact and how to move forward from there as well. So at this point, so we have these back to basically see if we were okay with the idea to move forward with her as a candidate. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Does anybody else remember? I I wasn't. I need to pull it. Can't remember for sure if this was the first step in saying, okay, now then we'll send her to like a second interview with the teachers, and then make the decision. But I, I think that we're the ones that have to make the decision. We need that is to correct. In order to be prepared to make that decision. Um, I thought we were going to bring Miss. Uh, English, this English into it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm remembering that better now. The first part was to basically have this phone conversation. Um, to, I think to see if we would even entertain the idea, um, due to the tense of the situation. <laughs> of it. Then we're gonna get Miss um, English to interview, and then we make the decision. Miss English, she interviews her, and she's well with it. 
there's no need for us to get back together. It's just other than um, other than uh, the board members go ahead and um, making her an offer. Is that right? Do we need to uh, convene again since we've already agreed on this motion? No, no. It's basically what needs to happen, Miss um, English. We need to involve Miss English um, because she moved, and then we'll figure out the structure, which we will probably as an idea, probably use Miss English to be our first point of contact as a person that Miss Dawson could report to um, and help, you know, get to us. That way there won't be an issue with her going, you know, to Mr. Bailey. Miss um, English, we can use her as our eyes. As our liaison. Yeah. Uh, but that, that will be what we somewhat will. of a supervisory role. Basically. Yeah. What we'll discuss, but as long as um, moving forward, we'll have this English is fine and okay, there aren't any concerns, then we'll just go to the, the, the official step to um, make her an offer. So, yeah, so I intended to word the motion such that that was how it would happen, that we do not have to get back <laughs> together unless Ms. English is not in favor of moving okay. of hiring. I concur. I second that motion then. Okay. All those in all those in favor of moving forward with the interview process um via Miss English and her approval. Um and if there is an objection by Miss English, we will all those in favor say aye. Hey, Aye. Aye. Take your name to put on the phone. That was good. Vincent Vereen. Aye. My name is Donna. Aye. Okay. Kobe Pratt. Aye. All those opposed? That's it. Yep. So, you know, I'm a slave for you. Okay. So, that's that. Um, one thing that I did just, I, I thought about.
again, and we'll discuss it um, at a later date. But I did want to bring that up to you for later. Are we taking recommendations for new board members? Um, we can take recommendations. Um, I, we don't have to have seven, but it's no more than seven. For example, we okay. had four for quite some time. And got so it. We got you, you guys to vote for it. So it's not like you're out of compliance. Got it's it. Just okay. That, um, that's just the reality of things. And the yeah. only problem would be if we ever got in a gridlock.
Have a good evening. Be safe. All right. You all have a good evening as well.
Come on, come on.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.